Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You sound like Elizabeth Holmes, the, uh, what's her face? She just uh, got charged. The, oh gosh. Wow. Great start to the podcast. She was that Silicon Valley genius that was going to make getting your blood work done so mm. much easier. Yeah. Anyways, she has a really interesting voice. Really? There's, they're making a movie or they've made a movie about her, I think. Oh, have they? I would just watch the documentary because it was, I kind of think put back to the suggested watches. I didn't realize it was done in 2019. And I just sent Brianna and Marisa so many texts about her because it's like the first time I really had learned anything. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah? Like, we knew all of this. I'm like, thanks for your patience over the past hour and a half. Yeah, it's been in the news a lot. And I'm like, is this woman like I just read the headlines. I haven't done a deep dive. And I'm like, pretty sure this lady's just a Dracula. She doesn't blink a lot. It mm -hmm. comes up in the doc. Anyways, speaking of people that do blink on a regular basis. <laughs> Not Draculas <laughs> at all, for totally, sure. Totally, absolutely let them in your house. Um, <laughs> it's our friend, comedian, and very talented actor, uh, writer, Kyle Fines. Happy horny year. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I did it. I want 2022 to be the year that everybody gets horny whenever they want. Well, how's that different from 2021 and 2020? Who's stopping. <laughs> yeah. I just want everybody to acknowledge it. Like, I want everybody to be like, this is the year we all get horny. And, uh, but it's a good horny. It's not a bad horny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Happy horny year. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> so that's Welcome. your resolution for the year. Yeah, to be horny, good horny, horny, but happy horny, not so like her. What do you horny. mean, like, like a not good like horny. Benny Hill, not like Benny Hill? That no, was yeah, no. consensual. First of all, consensual horny. Okay, okay. Second yeah. of all, Just, like I'm the getting good a pen. Horny. I'm getting a pen. Okay, not now a, not a hurtful horny. I'm tracing my hand, turning yeah. it into a turkey, making it horny. <laughs> yeah, horny. Yeah. Okay, children. For Thanksgiving this year, we're gonna draw. What we believe horny turkeys are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How big are those waddles? <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, you keep talking about waddles. It'll definitely be the horniest 2022 ever. That's true. Yeah. Out of all of the 2022s. Yeah. All the different uh, uh, universes. We're in the multiverse, baby. Yeah. It's so hot right now. We're in all the, the waddle textures. We're in the uh, <laughs> space jam <laughs> algorithm. Well, it's oh. a new legacy, please. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Please. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Ooh. Uh, you know, you know, Miss Jackson is nasty. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, I feel like markedly not horny enough uh, for yeah. this episode. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not ready for 2022. That's so, for sure. I'm just going to eat fine. a bunch of yams, I guess. I don't know. Oh, the least oh, horny yeah. food ever. Isn't it supposed to be? I think it's be, a horny food. It's supposed to be. I only know from Sex in the City. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah Samantha's always like apply like she's eating yams because when she's going through menopause and she's trying to like uh balance out her hormones she's just she's like so horny rubbing rubbing yams all over the place yeah. this is Samantha yeah that's why she was asked to leave the show because that yeah. was <laughs> have you seen the much. new the new show every episode every episode, every episode that's yeah. aired so far Mm -hmm. it's the worst thing I think I've ever seen in my life <laughs> I think the alternate title was we have black friends now 
it is so much that it's like they so have Wildly obviously bad. taken the criticism from the previous seasons of the movies and they're like see look we're doing better but jade described it as like feeling like a after school special oh what's the name of it again and just and like just that just like that it should have never remember how so to I just kill a predator <laughs> <laughs> yeah Amen. Um, I, at first, I was just laugh because I thought it was funny. And then I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because he's a terrible person. Yeah. I know. I yeah. feel like that didn't really surprise a lot of people. No. no. I guess it doesn't surprise me when it's any sort of older, or let's just say man, straight man in Hollywood. I thought you were going to say man. Yeah, like white, yeah. white man doesn't. Yeah, so, yeah I could have seen that coming. Person the disappointment that I feel is so fleeting. I'm just like, yeah, okay, that checks out. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll never be able to go back and watch old episodes of Sex in the City again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Jay and Jessica rewatched them for us recently enough to remind us of anything that we may have forgotten. Yeah, I don't ever need to do it again. And it's done now. And it's like, yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. But when there's no pleasure in it anymore, like the one good thing about the show is Samantha. And then they got rid of Samantha. So there's literally nothing good left on the show. Everyone mm-hmm. You get rid of the sex. Yeah, Yeah, everyone is a villain, Jessica. There's no sex in it. Everyone is a villain, but I don't, I feel like they don't realize that they are. It's really weird. They're awful people. They're like the Seinfeld gang, but they're not funny. And super rich. So rich. And they're rude to like staff in the episodes and condescending and judgmental. And they also call a comedy show a comedy concert, which is amazing. And not only do they do it once, they do it like Twice. five times. Yeah. It keeps going. What? Like, oh, I was at I was the at, comedy concert. I was at the comedy concert. I heard the clip of the comedy <laughs> concert. <laughs> like, it's standing room only. And then it's just nobody laughs during the jokes. They just like, woo, or like, boo. Yeah. There's no actual laughs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's also like, it's not. It's a good indication there may not be any comedy writers yeah. on the, in the writing team. It doesn't feel like a comedy set either. Yeah, it's it's weird. Is the theme the same as, I haven't seen the opening. Is it the same? No. No, that theme's not the same, but the theme of the show's the same. Yeah, yeah, no, the theme, yeah, no. Significantly older. The arcing theme of it, yeah. Yeah, which is... Oh, uh, and there's still, like, uh, diet culture, body-shaming jokes. There's a lot of ageism. Probably half the same writers, right? Like, they probably just haven't changed Yeah, they just, like, digged up their graves and reanimated them with special... Yeah, something from James and the Giant Peach. I don't know. Whoa, magic! My partner is currently rewatching the original Sex and the City, and every time I walk by her, watching it either on like an iPad or her computer, uh, anytime Miranda's on screen, it just, I just that bleach, not bleach, but like that super red dye. It's like a rooster out of the corner of my eye, <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. like um, or like a peacocking. A it's like peacocking red. So every time I walk by, I immediately know when Miranda's on screen because I just see like a splash of red out of the peripheral vision. It's uh, that hair is something else. Yeah, I'm glad that she has like a natural sort of gray look going on. I'm assuming she's been gray for quite a while and that red was never natural, right? I think I have no idea. I think she's blonde. She wasn't. I like remember seeing her in something. She was in a Robert Altman TV show called uh, Tanner 88, <laughs> which Wow. That's a rough watch. Um, <laughs> again, another show that's like, I guess it's supposed to be a comedy, but there's no comedy in it. So it's just sort of like improvised, not very funny show. It's like the deleted scenes of a Fraser episode. Oh, um, I wish it was that good. Oh. Um, 
but uh, she's blonde in that. She plays like a a politician's daughter in that. Um, Jay and I, I don't know how this, how this started, but we started referring to the character of Miranda as Hog Manda. (laughs) We just really like the name Hog Manda, like not saying anything bad about Miranda or like comparing her to a pig or a hog or whatever. I just like the name Hog Manda. Manda. Sounds like a drag name. That's true. Yeah. But their thing is that they like, they're like a cross between Miss Piggy and Miranda from Sex and the City. Yes. If Mm. Miss Piggy was a lawyer and married someone that she doesn't like. (laughs) I have a, a comment. Please. Which is way meaner than anything you two have said, which was not mean at all. But I always struggled with uh, watching Sex and City because the actor that plays uh, Miranda eats with her mouth open a lot and really incorporates eating and chewing into her lines. There's a lot and, of salad. Yeah, there's a lot. And it's really hard on me to hear those those noises and concentrate on a show. So she was eating again in this this new show. And I was like, why is this still happening to me? Yeah, I wonder if that's a choice for the character or if that's just the... I mean, people eat, and people eat the way that she eats, and her manners are not terrible. It's just, it's a lot on TV. It's the same when, like, people put their shoes on furniture in shows. Yeah, I just It bed. just takes me... It's so crazy. Oh, just re-watching Home Alone over the holidays. He jumps on the bed in his boots. That's true, yeah. In his boots! He's a just child, a little guy. Yeah. He's just I a little don't... guy. You well, during the beginning, he jumps onto the bed with his boots on. Yeah, well, that's why he gets in trouble. Oh, that's why they that's, left him behind. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You, okay, I yeah. went to the hero, sh- the holiday edition of the hero show mm-hmm. where you did sort of like a comedy concert style. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know more. You, you sort of like egged the crowd on to do like a call and response mm-hmm. where it was just quoting an iconic line from... Home Alone. It's, it should. It yeah. I just. It you just. You basically just lay out the plot. You act as like a hype man, and mm-hmm. you're like do a call and response, and then you just uh, uh, slowly roll out the plot of Home Alone. <laughs> this and then, detail by detail. Yeah, detail by detail. But you are the role of Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. So you're like put yourself in that in her shoes. And then you basically just like edge everybody until, because you know they want to, you edge them out until they all get to scream Kevin and at the top of their lungs. Everyone creams their jeans at the same time. Yeah, but every, I've, I've done it once before. It's too horny for 2021. <laughs> yes, too horny. Oh, 2021 carrying on 2022. Too much horn. <laughs> but everybody wants to say it, but then there is that thing where they, they say it, but they, they don't give it that Catherine O'Hara umph. You know, the extra like pitch up at the end that she gives it, which is fantastic. So I always give him another chance to like do it. It's a scream yell, right? Like it's like, yeah, yeah, you got to have that. And the second one is even better because she does it and then faints. (laughs) And she has that great, short, almost Miranda haircut in the second one. She's so cool. She's very cool. She's got a great. Killer hair's the best. Yeah, great fashion in all those old movies. The the first Home Alone, everybody's fashion, you could just transplant into today and it would That's work. That's true, Every, yeah. Like big, the big overcoats, like the- Like cable knit sweaters. Yeah, and- the oldest cousin, uh, the female oldest cousin has like a big tanned uh, overcoat that would be like $300 at Banana Republic now. It's very like um, L.L. Bean family. Yeah. I mean, they are super rich. That house. The house. I mean. How many rooms were in the house? Like 30? 
Yeah. As a child, here's a fun <laughs> fact. As a child who couldn't comprehend uh, family Wealth. trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything. I didn't know who were his brothers and sisters it was when hard. I watched it. Watching yeah. it now, it, it makes sense because they all show up at the very end. But as a child with a very short attention span, <laughs> I never quite understood who was related to who. So I'm sure there was a point where I just figured like all 12 children were his brothers and sisters and that he had five parents. Uh, yeah, it's a commune. It could happen. They could be m- Mormons. Mormons. Mor- Mormos. Mormos. Yeah, we haven't Mormoed out in a while. It looks like, hey, it's 2022. Get horniest year, baby. Get warmed up. Uh, it looks like the house sold in 2015 for 1.585 million, which is like very not, low. Like that's the average bungalow sells for that here in Vancouver. Not trying to compare. Yeah, but where where is it located in the Chicago. world? Chicago, in the burbs of Chicago. It's always funny to look up. Not funny, not hilarious. It's always interesting. <laughs> I should use interesting uh, to compare housing prices to these major American cities where you have the chance to make so much money and then have a house that you might feasibly pay off. Yeah. Okay. It's sixteen miles outside of Chicago. So okay, sixteen. That's yeah. a really big house. That house is huge. It's enormous. It's sixteen miles long. <laughs> 16 miles long. It's like yeah. my dick. Um, oh, it's on Airbnb now. You it can, is. You yeah. can stay in it. With your 12 siblings. Yeah. And your five moms and dads. It better come with like a, a Michael Jordan cutout, <laughs> like yeah. in the window that you can make a move around, like on a little Christmas train. The one thing I always identified with that movie as a child uh, was that they were eating pizza, but also drinking milk with their pizza. Totally. I drink Double. milk with every meal. Oh, yeah. My family was, was a like milk family. My partner 20. hates milk and just describing to her that every night during dinner, we'd have like almost a pint of milk each. Yeah, of course. Did, it, did you get it in a bag? Yes. In Ontario. Yes, it was bagged. We always got ours in a carton, even though it was available in a bag. And I think that's probably because my breastfeeding tendencies, which like really took a long time for my mother to get me to stop. I really liked drinking out of the bag. Like it was a big old boob. Do you think more Ontario children drink, uh, have uh, breastfeeding tendencies later in life? And that's why we have bags in Ontario? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really found drinking out of a bag very rewarding and comforting. But I didn't think you would drink straight out of the bag. Like the bag is big, right? (laughs) Well, no, as a, what you do is you poke it with a screwdriver and then you pour it on your face. A screwdriver? <laughs> yeah, you just get a loose bag, you poke the screwdriver and just squirt it and you hope it just gets in your mouth. Usually at like the grocery store or the milkman, we had a milkman would have like a, a branded little slicer like magnet that you could put on the fridge and then you would yep. slice open and you could really mess up your bag of milk if you sliced oh, yeah. it wrong. It looked like a question mark almost with a little yeah. cut in it and you could buy the little plastic holder. Yeah, that's the um, thing is like you have to then buy another thing to keep the bag in. It's like oh, a that jug. was like the whole reason to be alive in the seventies and eighties and nineties is to buy another thing. Which yeah. is weird because you would think now that would make a comeback because people love buying accessories to things, right? But it would be like glass with cork around it. Yeah, and it would have like a cacti on it. It would be made of <laughs> yeah. Crystal quartz, rose quartz for love. It would say like, I like to move it, move it. <laughs> like some oh, yeah. like ridiculous pun where you're like, I guess, yeah, sure. Can, can, I think my mom made I the would, right, 
Sorry. You would buy that? I would buy that. That's all I want to say was I would buy that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you, you, you are won over by puns? Yeah. And also the movie Barnyard that has that song in it, I'm pretty sure, just because it had move it in it. Is there a, there's a movie called Barnyard? Is this animated? Yeah, it's animated. Is this but... porn? <laughs> Me? No. How, how many others? Anything is porn if you truly believe in it. That's true. If you're yeah. the right kind of hor- horno. The right kind of 2022. Guys, I bought milk this week for like. What were you making? I'm gonna make uh, buttermilk biscuits, and you need you need milk for it. Like I think you actually need, or no, not buttermilk, baking powder biscuits. But you need buttermilk. I couldn't find any buttermilk, so I just bought lemon and milk, and I will be Great. making that. They're gonna be so good. But it's like you could only get the big, big carton. So Do you have a neighbor you can give the rest to, or just get <laughs> no. Jay to drink it. Jay will Jay will drink it. Okay. I don't know any of my neighbors. Some I people imagine. make smoothies with dairy milk, and I'm like, I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I, but you can I, make a smoothie with it. I mean, it's lactose free, so I can drink it as well. I just <gasps> um, you can make hot chocolate. I have been making hot chocolate a lot lately. So good uh, with with uh, dairy free eggnog. Tis um, the season, and it's it's a lot. Like you have one cup of that, you're not going to eat anything else for the rest of the day because your body's just full processing. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> you've got a lot to work through. oh i found a segue speaking of a lot to work through kyle welcome to our podcast do you have a retail experience for us Um, nightmare dream well it's funny because before i came on i was trying to rack my brain instead of just listening to the audio of the past times that i've been on oh wow about what stories i've told I've had a lot of bartending experience, which I'm sure I've talked about. I've talked about my medieval experience, of course. It's one of my um, favorite episodes. <laughs> Your movie theater firings. Movie theater oh, firings. Yeah. Most of my employment stories end with me being fired. That's fine. Um, but I wanted to tell, it's, it's kind of a quick story, but it's a good one that I don't think I've told a lot of people about when I became a prep chef when I was 17. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. For That's people so who much, don't know. So much, many careers. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am the biggest scatterbrain, which is uh, personified by the amount of jobs that I've had. When I was 17, I was living in Oakville, Ontario, which is a suburb of Toronto. It is a suburb. It's, uh, you know, everybody plays hockey, which can tell you what the medium income was in that town. And I had been working since I was about 14. So I decided to work at the local, uh, I almost said seaside, we weren't landlocked, but the, <laughs> the, the, there was a downtown Oakville is along Lake Ontario and it's like a picturesque, they filmed the movie, The Santa Claus in Oakville to give you okay. an idea. The Tim Allen blockbuster hit, The Santa Claus I know everybody right now listening to this is losing their mind. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! Holy crap! That's where they—that's where they filmed it. That's my favorite movie. I got married to that movie. <laughs> they don't even list it on IMDb. I lost yeah. my virginity to that movie. <laughs> oh, oh, Santa Claus! That was my. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Alicia, can I hear can I hear your Tim Allen again? 
It's so oh. similar. Oh. That's how he got the got the job. He had all those years of practice. Yeah, he was some so good. some executive I'm doing cocaine, so he was uh, comfortable yeah. around snow. Yeah, familiar. <laughs> doing cocaine, so I'm comfortable on snow. So some executive <laughs> took took a video of Tim Allen going oh 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 and like overlaid a flap of like acetate with like a picture of Santa on it and put it over and like rewound it backwards and he's like just think about it we're yeah. gonna make millions and everyone's like tearing their skin off they're so excited and they did the thing there where he kept putting it on and then taking it off and he's like wait so one minute he's Tim Allen and the next he's Santa Claus (laughs) hold on but I thought he was Buzz Lightyear I thought he was Tim the Toolman Taylor Uh, Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, my Tim Allen is just this Imagine if his character character on Home Improvement, his catchphrase is just this. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, we got it. You're sick. We got to take you to the hospital. Everybody. Hey, welcome to Tool Time. (laughs) (laughs) And then everybody in the crowd goes. (laughs) 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 They're all just gargling their own spit. Uh, I would watch that show, I think. Sounds good. I've seen every episode of that show. I know, me too, unfortunately. Where was that filmed? Not in Oakville. A Not set. in Oakville. Yeah. It was on a set. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm imagining 50 people that they have been sitting in the audience for fucking 12 hours watching the excited. same taping. Just. <laughs> <laughs> A warm-up comedian's come uh, out and got them, like, all prepared. The warm-up comedian is obviously Richard Karn. Yeah. You know him as Al Borland, but he's also our warm-up comedian. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how he pays. Yeah. Yeah, he needs yeah. two jobs. He yeah. works off of tips as Al Borland. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the taping, people have to leave him a tip. Oh, my God. Oh, he passed around his hat. <laughs> he passes around he passes his school belt, school belt and they yeah. fill it up with singles. If you would be so kind. <laughs> oh, so Oakville, Ontario, where mm-hmm. the Santa Claus was filmed. There was a bar called, uh, which is funny because there's a bar in uh, Vancouver called Shark Club. Yeah, I've done stand up there. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have anything to follow up with. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm so sorry I even mentioned it. How do you do stand up there? They pay you in chum. They had a little theater room in the back set up. It's really weird. So long ago. I've done stand up at the Shart Room. Yeah, it's right. I killed it. You killed it. Not a not a drive seat in the <laughs> Not a drive seat. <laughs> oh my god. Not a clean <sighs> pair in the pants. Mm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Please continue, Kyle. Oh, no. I'm so me? sorry. Oh no! If it's about scat, I'm on board. It's 2022, the horny year. Skiddlywo. Okay. So there was a place called Sharkies, which okay. was like a pub right along the water in Oakville. It's a very picturesque downtown, sort of like lakeside. You know, I'm sure they were going after a seaside sort of feel to it, uh, but it was like I, I, I guess it was like a shark club. You know, it's like an Earl's or a, a Joey's before. Those were cool. Thank you. 
Uh, Jessica's showing her Earl's pillow. Merch. Um, also, it was like, uh, do you guys ever hear, hear of the chain called Jack Astor's? I was going to say, was it Jack Astor's as a joke? It was, like, was kind of like that. Or do you guys know Filthy McNasty's? That sounds no. like a place that would not pass health inspection. There is a chain. I don't know if it's still around in Ontario called Filthy McNasty's that my high school girlfriend worked at hi melissa what's up (laughs) and uh they're basically like an earl's or joey's but like they're like you know what there's no sexual undertones here it's full-on sexual overtones like we're called filthy mcnasties everybody here is wearing short skirts and we treat our staff like garbage you know like that i want to be horny when i'm eating chicken strips (sighs) well zoo sticks do it in 2022 baby I'm good. Okay. How, what's, so, what's the deal with Sharkies? So here's Sharkies. I got hired on as a, as a prep cook. I don't know why. I could not tell you why I decided that I was going to be a prep cook. I had no, but also at the same time as a 17 year old, you don't need a lot of experience to be a prep cook. For anybody that doesn't know, prep cook is the people that work during the day. They literally prepares everything for the night, the dinner service. To make things easier on the cooks and the chefs and everybody like that, you know, Mm -hmm. chopping stuff, uh, uh, portioning stuff out, packaging stuff, all that. So I got a job there through my friend Elliot. Shout out to Elliot. He had been working there for a few years. He got me a job there. Gorgeous place. Get there around 2 p.m. They're like, okay, we're going to teach you how to do everything here because I've never... You know, I'm a 17-year-old idiot boy. I, I don't know how to use a knife. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Yeah, it's You're tough. Stabbing yeah. bags of milk with a screwdriver. <laughs> you brought your family's screwdriver? I You're like, I'm it. helping. Yeah, I said. Everyone else there... has like a nice Japanese knife. And I'm like, yeah. I've got this. I said, do you guys got a bag of milk here? I'll stab it with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stab dairy. Don't worry. <laughs> so... They spent a good, I would say, two to three hours training me on how to prep. And it was like, here are the different things you'll be doing throughout the day. Um, here are the uh, techniques you'll use. Here's all the tools you'll use. And they got me started on it. So I got started on, you know, whatever prep thing I was doing at the time. And about five minutes in, I was just like, I fucking hate this. Uh-huh. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here anymore. And then about five minutes later after doing that, <laughs> my ADHD brain was like, hey, didn't Jurassic Park 3 come out today? <laughs> Which, as everybody knows, is the best The third Jurassic one is Park. the best one. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows the third one. The one not directed by Steven Spielberg is the best one. Yeah. So I'm standing there and I'm just, I'm probably chopping or I'm throwing something into Ziploc bags. And I'm just like, I don't want to work here anymore. I don't want to go see Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> Full on. That's how my brain works. I've just decided I don't need this job. I want to go see Jurassic Park 3. It was like a Thursday or Friday or whatever like that. It was like 3 p.m. So what I do is uh, one of my jobs later in the day, they gave me sort of like a cart, like a plastic, almost like a dolly, like a bar cart, but plastic that you put, you know, prep stuff on. And there was two levels to the club. So they were like, take from the first floor, you have to go down around the side, outside along the sidewalk and come up through the basement with the cart and bring it to them. So what I did 
was I brought the cart down from the first floor around the sidewalk, like down a steep hill to the back, which is basically like where all of the boats and stuff were parked along the lake. And I just left the cart in the parking lot and got into my car and I drove to the movie theater and I watched Jurassic Park 3 instead. Wow. Wow. And I fucked over my friend Elliot, who got me the job. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Elliot. Poor Elliot. I'm sorry, Elliot, if you're Did you ever listening. have a discussion with Elliot about it? Yeah, I apologize, and he was good, and we're still buddies to this day. That's, That's nice. wonderful. But I just thought that it was a very funny thing because it was a... There's that moment in your life as a teenager where... You, your parents are like, and maybe not everybody, but my parents are like, you know, you always need to have a job, such and such. And it was a moment where I was like, well, I know my parents are saying I need to get a job, but I don't literally need a job to live. So I can take this great opportunity and say, fuck it and go to Jurassic Park 3. Well, staying at that place that you really, if you didn't like it already and you yeah. didn't have to be there. I think you, I mean, I maybe would have finished off the shift, but <laughs> yeah, I we're different people. Should have. I basically gave them like four hours of free labor. Yeah. Like yeah. I wasn't about to go after them and be like, can you? I don't think you could. <laughs> hey guys, uh, do you mind covering my ticket for Jurassic Park 3? Can I have that $30 you owe me? <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I've heard a lot of stories like so many stories end with like, and I never got paid for that job. Like there's so much free labor that is put in, like because someone quits with no notice or because like, for example, that movie that the three of us watch for drunk movie day, holiday edition, mistletoe in uh, <laughs> that my friend and bandmate, Adrian LaBelle, oh, former right. guest she was, in it. was an extra in whenever I mentioned that to her, she always goes, I never got paid for that. And it was like many days what? of background work. And it's not that, they like withheld the money. She just has to go to Metrotown to pick up the check, but she <laughs> just never went to Metrotown because she's very busy. I don't want to go to Metrotown to get paid. And I'm like, I'll go to, she's like, it's still might. I might still even have a check there, even though this was years ago at this point. And I'm like, I, cause I remember how long those hours were that she put in. And she also had to bring suitcases full of her you clothes. You bring all your own clothes. Yeah. For different looks for different days. But, and it, they also filmed out like almost near Squamish. So it was like a long drive back and forth. Jeez. Um, She's got to get that money. You I know. I'm like, money. I want to get that money for you. Like I will How go many track years ago was that now? <sighs> Probably like four. Three or four? Yeah. Time has yeah. no meaning anymore. So it's yeah, hard it's to remember. Now. Mm. Have I ever talked about my PetSmart? thing it's real I quick so i don't sure so. why not uh there was a pet smart opening up in oakville ontario and mm. they were just hiring basically anybody to <laughs> set up the 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 shelves and everything like just stocking it up like everything had been built they built the pet smart it was giant it was the size of like a suburban winners or a home sense if you will they're shocking yes they're yeah. uh, pet stores that big are bonkers they smell bonkers. so weird but they were setting it up and they basically were just like, you could like open interview and I did. And they're like, yeah, cool. Come in, you know, three days from now. And when I got there, uh, they had a sign in book and they had all of the days laid out for the rest of the week of sign in and out. And I, given my <laughs> crazy brain, I was like, nobody's checking this whatsoever. So I literally signed myself in and out for the rest of the week. Oh my God. And I left and then I got paid. Wow. I'll wow, you're brilliant. 
Uh, not only would I have signed in and signed out or forgotten to sign out and had to be reminded several times to, so I could get paid, but then I would have done, I worked so hard to make sure everything was perfect and that <laughs> they would consider hiring me full time. The thing is when you have uh, like an ADHD brain, it's how can I work hard to not work hard? Okay. See, I mean, I've got ADHD and I would, I, yeah, I would do what Alicia did. There's lots of different ADHD brains. Oh yeah. It's I a, would be it's like rainbow, get really focused on like a very minute task and be like, oh, I'm going to arrange these little aquarium treasure chests in like the most beautiful <laughs> display possible. And they'll be like, why have you been doing that for four hours? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, what? And they're like, go home. Everybody left eight hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd always just try to work as hard as possible to not work hard. Well, I admire both of your, your takes on it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, sometimes go into PetSmart, like maybe once or twice a year, if I'm near one to get like Hank, a very specific kind of cheap toy. It's just a plush, not stuffed, stuffed animal that has a piece of crinkly paper inside of it. Oh, and yeah. they're like, I try to get in there after a major holiday where they're all just $1.99 and but when I get in there, I'm like, what the, what is this place? It's so stressful. Because I shop at little there. stores and it's yeah. not, yeah, I don't like big stores. Yeah. Generally speaking. Especially for pet stuff. I feel like if it gets too big, it's too much, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, everything feels like cheap and it's off gassing and all the dog food bags are like 18 kilos. Yeah. I'm off gassing. I'm off gassing. We're all off gassing, baby. Yeah. Welcome to the shark club. <laughs> Would you like me to tell you my retail experience? Yes, please. So my retail uh, nightmare is I went to a restaurant that I've been going to for several years. Uh, lovely people went in to pick up my takeout order last night. And the chef had his mask down below his chin and was talking over the food he was preparing. And the chef beside him also had his mask halfway down his face. And I was like, great. Woof. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and I didn't know what to say, so, and then I thought about it, and then I wrote a really polite message to them on Instagram. It just said, like, really loyal customer, um, but, you know, this is not great. And then I didn't get a response, and then I looked at their Instagram account, and the last time they posted was, like, February 2020. <laughs> so, like, of course I'm not going to see this. So I'm like, now what do I do? <sighs> I did. I guess I did my best. Yeah, you did it. Like You need to take a break from ordering there from there, though. Someone will see it eventually, hopefully. Yeah. The, so I know you don't want to list the restaurant, and that's mm -hmm. fine. But, like, may I ask a question? Yeah. So, like, it was it like an open, open concept kitchen? Like, you could see the chefs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, had I, like, been standing in a different area, it may not have caught my eye, but I had a clear line of vision to the row of chefs working. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, like mask completely off, like wow. under the chin, chin laughing and talking while preparing food. Wow. And I was just like, yeah. Well, and I thought like, yeah, this sucks. And like, it's hard to keep this on the whole shift, but you have to keep it on. Yeah. It's also optics. I mean, if, if you really want to be that guy, go around the corner and do it. Yeah. Not saying that makes it good. Yeah, Not saying that makes break. it good or right, but like, it's just, yeah. Like do it on your break. It is very interesting that... They would. Uh, it looked like they were very comfortable with the situation too. Like, not like at all. Two months ago, that might have been more socially accepted. Yeah, but now during that we're going a, through the new during a new variant surge, I had a thing delivered 
yesterday. Mazel okay. tov. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's what we, why you say it. Um, yeah, it was a baby. I had a baby delivered uh, yeah, out of, of my body. Stork. I was body. at the shark club. Um, <laughs> Everybody knows you shark out a baby. To me, it is. Okay, no, I stop I'm so stop sorry. My apologies. It. Stop swaddling it. I mean, I'm just putting more and more toilet paper around. <laughs> Oh. Uh, but it was it was a delivery. It's like a regular delivery that I get that the delivery person does have a key to my building so they don't have to buzz and I don't have to let them in. But this time they it must have been a new delivery person because they did buzz. And then when they delivered the thing that they had their mask under fully underneath their nose. And I was like, at this right. point, like, just don't even wear one if you're going to do it like it's. It's not more comfortable under the nose than, over, you know, like if it's uncomfortable for you, just don't wear it at all. Like, not that I think that <laughs> that's good, but like, what are you, you're not uh, proving anything, you know, like it's not, it's not doing anything. You just look kind of ridiculous. And like, I can tell, like, I know, I know what a nose looks like. I can see <laughs> nostrils. I know that's not the correct way to wear it, but you know, cause everyone's like, Oh, maybe, maybe they're, they're just tired of it. And I'm like, yeah, who isn't like, is, we're, no one's like, I wish this would go on forever and ever. Like we're all tired of it, but we gotta yeah. stay masks, vigilant. Masks. I don't think anybody's like masks are great. I mean, masks are great when you have like a pimple on your nose yeah. or like you're not feeling Except great. Except for that that when day. it's a mask that's creating the pimples yes, on your which nose. which they usually are. Like, wow, wow. Thanks for nothing, masks. Yeah. <laughs> You've betrayed me, mask. You're supposed Again. to hide the pimple, not make it worse. better ones, like better than the surgical ones. Like they're, I don't know exactly what they're called. Cause they're like super surgical. They're like, they're not like N95s, but they're like a Korean equivalent that has a different name. Oh yeah. I, My dad was talking about those. He starts with a K. Great. Maybe. Yes. KN94s. Like they are so comfortable. Like mm. they, they, they're the ones that sort of like fold out and like fit better over your nose and chin. Yeah. So comfortable. So much more comfortable. I'm like, Obviously, not everyone can afford those, and no. we shouldn't have to. I can't even afford them, but I was like, "Fuck it!" If this, you know, if this is better than wearing a surgical mask and a cloth mask at the same time, and it, you know, if I have to wear it for prolonged periods of time and it's more comfortable, I wear a medical mask and then a Shrek mask <laughs> over it. I Agree? mean, whoa, that's what—that's the reaction that Shrek should get. That's the trigger word, <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I should have said Shrek forever after. Yeah. Hank <laughs> Shrek the Hulk. Hank hates Shrek. I'm sorry, Hank. I'm Hank's sorry. A, a Shrek he's, racist. Yes, Shrek racist? Yeah. No, whole, no he's a racist the, towards, towards Shrek. Shreks. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine during Shrek, you're just like, whoa, did Shrek just say all lives matter? That's weird. <laughs> no. Shrek. Shrek, no. Shrek, no. no. Mike Myers Shrek. in his Scottish Shrek accent. Too. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I've seen Shrek. I think I maybe saw Shrek once, like, in French. In French <laughs> Wow, really? Uh, what a fun yeah. way to learn French. Yeah. I love when... Um, it's like a an accent, and then someone tries to do the accent in a different language, and it's like this oh, just yeah. is muddled. Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure it's it's not racist, but you know who can say? I would know French so much better if I had watched Shrek in French class. Yeah, the twelve years I took of French. La donkey. <laughs> 
Yeah, that would have been the big game changer. <laughs> yeah, it would have been yeah. like, finally, something I care about in French. I just, if yeah. Shrek was there at your, your prep Yeah, we just job. watched Canadian film board movies in French, like Peanut Butter Solution. Oh. The Dog Who Stopped the War. Log Driver's Waltz. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that one so much. The big Snit. They're all oh, great. Yeah. Uh, the Cat Came Back is another one. Yeah. There's this one. I don't think there's any actual language in it, but it was like about someone who finds like a little seedling growing in the gutter, like in the snow. Like I assume it's filmed in Toronto or and they and they bring it home into their house and then it just grows and takes over their whole apartment and it like grows out of the top of the building. And I think parts of it are in like claymation or stop motion animation. Live action for most part? It's, it's live action, but then the yeah. plant growing is like uh stop motion. I love CGI. it. CGI. Love it. <laughs> CGI. Totally CGI. You can tell. You can tell it's all fake. Is it a short or a full it was a short feature? it was a short do you, do you remember the full length Canadian movie about the leprechaun and the, the pot of gold and the rainbow? It was around the same time as like Peter, you know, peanut butter solution, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. Knows that? yeah everybody yeah. knows that where yeah. a little boy gets scared by ghosts, loses all his hair. And then other ghosts. Slathers him a peanut, peanut butter he, on. His hair won't stop growing. And then cutting uh, the it on art, the desk and, and school. Then the art teacher uh, turns them into kidnaps kids to turn their hair into paintbrushes. Paintbrushes. Yeah, yeah. And the, I forgot the about that part. Whole soundtrack is like 18 year old Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, what? I didn't yeah. remember that either. Yeah. yeah. But there was another one that came out at the same time, which was uh, one about a leprechaun with like a pot of gold. And it had the, the guy from. Uh, Twin Peaks. Which guy? I think he owned the club. He was a shorter gentleman. Oh, I know like, who he is. I like don't know the this Roadhouse one. Club. The the shorter gentleman who's in uh, uh, the guy, like the backwards talking. <laughs> yes, he could play a leprechaun. Okay. okay, this is all gonna get cut. Anyway, no, so. the man from another place is 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 that guy's name. I'll I'll find it. I'm gonna find. Anyways, it. he played a leprechaun in this Canadian movie, and it freaked the shit out of me as a kid. And I, I grew up with that, and like Tommy Tricker and the Stamp Traveler, just knowing that like Canadian movies were fucking terrifying. <laughs> Do you remember the one about the robot grandmother that plugs in? Uh, uh, no. Faintly, they get to faintly. choose the color of her eyes, and was it grandmother or mother? I think as a grandmother. Okay. It really shook me to my core as a kid. Yes. Okay, Kyle. Yes. Go for it. No, yeah. Please, Sorry that's... to interrupt. Is it called the yes. Great Land of Small? Yeah. There we go. So Thank terrifying. You, Look at that. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's cool, looks but really it's also good. terrifying as a child who was afraid of everything. Suck it up, chicken shit. Yeah. The tagline is where it doesn't matter how big you are, just how big you dream. Have you ever seen The Dog Who Stopped dream the War, big. the French Canadian movie? Um, uh, no. So there's a movie called The Dog Who Stopped the War. Yeah. And it's a French language uh, Quebecois movie that they redubbed in, in English. And it's about this giant snowball fight that happens. And they build this oh, giant yeah. fort. Yeah. And they attack it. And there's this German, sh- uh, not German Shepherd, uh, St. Bernard. And Saint at the Bernard. end, the St. Bernard goes in this little cubby hole in the fort and it collapses and kills the St. Bernard. Yeah. And it stops the war. Literally, they give away the the ending in the title, The Dog Who Stopped the War. And everybody's like, oh, fuck, what were we doing? We got carried away. This dog is dead. As a child, I remember bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Bawling. Because I was like, I hadn't seen a lot of death on screen. And my sister, God bless her, was like, 
oh, don't cry, don't cry. They made a sequel to this movie oh. where they bring the dog back to life. Called Beethoven Second. And I was convinced <laughs> that there was a sequel to the movie where they like used magical powers to bring the dog back to life. So thank you, Jessica. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was a tangent. Sorry. You That's, too. No, it's okay. I I love going down the the uh, CanCon movies. CanCon are, film CanCon rabbit 80s hole. movies are. If you get a chance, look up the soundtrack yeah. to Peanut Butter Solution by Celine Dion. It's amazing. Well, they were just they had they like recently. I think like in December they were uh, screening oh, it really? at the Cinematheque here, and part of me wanted to go because it's you know when you see movies at such a young age, like you just remember. Yeah. yeah, pivotal scenes and it's just sort of like flashes and images in your head but like Kyle right now when you were describing the plot of it I was like oh yeah like all I remembered was like painting yeah. the peanut butter on the head and that scene in the classroom where the hair is growing so much that the kid behind the kid with the growing hair has to be yeah. constantly cutting the hair so they can see their desk but I, I was like I couldn't tell you the plot but then as soon as you start saying it I was like right it's like it's all a scheme for making paintbrushes. <laughs> like, of There's course. also a thing with CanCon movies in the 80s where even if it was filmed in English, I think they still redubbed it in English again. Like they oh, just forgot yeah. to bring it. It's yeah, like they forgot Canadian to bring a English. microphone on the day and they're just like, oh, I'll just do it in ADR. There's a lot of um, co-production movies and like European ones too, not just like Canadian or French Canadian, where like recording sound on set was not a priority. They're like, mm. let's just get it shot. And then we can dub it simultaneously afterwards. And so there's so many movies and like, obviously a lot in, you know, the sixties and earlier, but even like more recent, there's stuff where it's like an international cast and, and everyone will just speak yeah. their native language. And then you're like, sometimes the lips are matching the dialogue and sometimes like kind of, and then you're like, that's not. And then you can spot, you're like, Oh, they're speaking Spanish, because you can see when they say yes, they're saying C. Sí. Like, yeah, it's fascinating. I love the cinema. You, you're a cinemaphile. I'm a cinematographer. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. guilty as charged. I'm sorry, but this was. I'm gonna say retroactively, this was a, a yeah, it was. Shit. So we've done one segment already. Let's do segment number two. We really did. When was the last time yeah. you used a microwave, Kyle? Oh. time you used a microwave i'm so happy you asked alicia <laughs> i was just home for the horny days and <laughs> nice callback <laughs> you roll your eyes all you want i heard that snort so <laughs> you can't hide that no i can and i have tried <laughs> i heard those jeans and pop a tent <laughs> 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 Everybody's getting their jeans mended in 2022 because of all the popping heads. It's like an alien chest burster, but in my crotch. It's horrific. Stop it, please. Uh, I'm glad you asked, Alicia. I Me was too. just home for the holidays and I was at a parent's house. And as everybody knows, if you're a parent, you have to, by law, have a microwave. Mm -hmm. so That's I visit, so true. You have to. Have you ever been to a parent's house that doesn't have one? I wouldn't. I can't say that I have. It's like when you go to a parent's it house, you expect must a fully stocked. Yeah, fully stocked fridge and a microwave that yeah. works. The fridges are just wild, wild just, to me. 
more than one type of cheese. Uh, <sighs> like, and it's not like just different types of hard cheese. It's like cream cheese. And like, there's let's, always sour cream for some reason. Let's talk fridges. Let's talk fridges. When you go to somebody's house, uh, like who, somebody's expecting you for a, a, a stay. Yes. And that fridge is just, as you said, you got cheeses. You've got different lunch meats. You've got a pre-chopped veggies. You've got yeah. dips. You've got yeah. a salsa from 2019. Yeah. <laughs> that your parents still say is fine to get into. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. You've got a buyer's ice cream in the bottom of the freezer that is covered in frost. You don't know when frost. it was purchased, but you're yeah. still going to eat it. Yeah, you're yeah. still going to eat it. Yeah. Uh, nothing makes me... And then always a half-finished bottle of pomegranate juice. Yeah, something like where they're like, we were feeling wild. It was for this yeah, one recipe. Exactly. Yeah, it was for a marinade. You can't think of another thing to do with it. Yeah. And like eight bottles of different kinds of craft dressing. Yeah. yeah one is always cucumber. Ranch. Yeah. And there's like vinaigrette, Italian vinaigrette. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Go on. And a... A half-finished giant bottle of uh, soda stream that is flat as fuck. Yeah, and they're like, there's soda in the fridge. And you're like, no, there's <laughs> no, not. No, no, that's just salty no. water at this point. Yeah, it's just a, a <laughs> light fart comes out when you unscrew it. <laughs> uh, so as far as the microwave goes, yeah, I was home for the holidays and there was a microwave there. And I, I want to say requested, but I'll say demanded for microwave popcorn because... You know, as you get older and you don't have a microwave anymore, you try to pretend like you don't remember how amazing microwave popcorn is. But <laughs> by God, microwave popcorn is amazing. It's a different experience for sure. Yeah. It really is. It really I, changes things. I'm a big fan of stovetop, like just doing it in a pot. I feel like it's never tastier than when I make it myself. In a pot is really good. I have a popper and it's not as good. I have a popper as well, but microwaved with the shitty butter. Yeah, popper's and not as good for sure. Everything on it. And, you know, it's... There's well, it's got like memories attached to it too, like yeah. really happy memories. Rogers video. Yeah, you got a Rogers video, you got good. a Blockbuster, you got a Jumbo video, you got a Video 99, whatever you're... Yeah. Also, it's great for reheating uh, coffee, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. something, as somebody who, I don't know if anybody here has ever tried to reheat coffee in a pot or a pan, and then you're like, mm. oh shit, I forgot to wash that pot or pan out properly, oh. and now you have some like leftover residue from the night before in that pot or pan coffee in your coffee. Coffee flavored eggs. Yeah. Gross. Not a good thing. Oh, and you didn't catch it. You didn't oh, catch that it. That sucks. You didn't catch it. So microwave, great for uh, popcorn. And great yep. for reheating your coffee. Wow. I think that this is a great case for microwaves. I, I think it's been like over a year since I got my microwave. You have yeah. a microwave? I ended up caving and getting one. And Ooh, it's la, been la. really helpful. And I brought home my... I Last time I used a microwave was right oh, before the podcast. And I heated up my magic bag, which is a bag filled with beans or grains. Beans. Grains. Because... Uh, beans. Yeah, it's so great. It's much easier than heating up like a heating blanket or filling up a water bottle. Hot water bottle. Yeah, it's a good point. A hot water bottle, not just yeah. a water bottle. <laughs> yeah, I just put my little plastic <laughs> Nestle water bottle in the microwave. <laughs> why does it keep melting? For some reason, I don't know why, but like, you remember all the commercials for magic bags? They were like almost like infomercials. Totally. Yeah. 
Absolutely. in the 90s. Of course. I mean, they worked because I remember buying, we had one or two in our house, but whatever we said the name, we would say, Magic Bug. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And I feel like still to this day, if I were to say the word Magic Bag to Lorna, my mother, she would be like, Magic Bug. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Test Magic it out and bug. get back to me. That's so cute. Well, she is, yeah, she is having some hip pain right now. So I'll say, have you tried a magic bug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're adorable. Magic bug. Why haven't they made a magic bag that's like a robe? They I made. Know. They make ones like that a are full for, body for feet that you put in the microwave and then you put your feet into them, but you can't walk in them. Oh, so I received a pair of a, as a gift, which was a lovely and thoughtful gift. But it was the first time I used them. I think I fell over. Uh, I think you're supposed to stay in one place with them. Like on the couch um, or something. Yeah. And then I something happened to my apartment and some like humidity got into my closet. It was like several years ago. Oh, no. And mildew got all over like a couple of kind of nice things. And I had to throw them out. And it was one of the things was the slippers. Magic slippers. And I think they've improved the model because I saw new ones at Shoppers Drug Mart. 2.0? 2.0? Oh, yeah. I bet they feel so good. But yeah. a full body magic I would want like a, a vest. It's too heavy, I think. Yeah. A vest would feel nice. Yeah. But like, yeah. wouldn't that also like, you warm it up. So, you, so here's what you do. You take a full body robe. Mm-hmm. You obviously have to jam it into the microwave awkwardly. Like dangerously shove it in. Mm-hmm. Crevices. Mm-hmm. Shut the door. Heat it up. You put it on. I guess somebody has to bring it to you in some <laughs> sort of like a, like a trolley system. Yeah. And then you put it on, but then it, it like, it's almost like a weighted blanket. Yes. I was going to say it's like I a like heated that. weighted blanket. Yeah. But it probably overheats your body in like under a minute. So then you have to take it off immediately. Well, it like, it's warm enough that you get real um, sleepy. And so you doze yeah. off and you feel nice and comfortable comfortable and then you wake up five minutes later in a full body sweat uh (laughs) after having like a night terror where you're being suffocated and you can't move i dreamed the devil was suffocating me yeah i dreamed the devil was sitting on my chest Uh, hey 2022 horny year yeah devil's Mm -hmm. got horns jessica do you have used a microwave recently no, I can't. Yeah, I haven't been out, out to a, a microwave location in a while. I think probably the last time I did was when Jay and I stayed in a hotel. Oh, yeah. I Maybe we did. With a kitchenette? No, just had a, uh, I think it just had a mini fridge and a microwave on top of it. Um, really? Yeah. It was not oh. a great hotel. It was in Campbell River. Um, that was in <laughs> August. Some would say that a hotel with a microwave isn't a great hotel, though, because I think a lot of fancy hotels don't want you to think about creature comforts. Making your own food. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole reason why we stayed there is because they had a pool and we thought we could go swimming. And then we got there and they're like, we just closed the pool. Of for- course. Oh, my gosh. Of course. It's fine. I'll go swimming uh, this year, maybe. Maybe. I didn't swim at all in 2020 or 2021. It's okay to forget the year. Yeah. I only went swimming once this year and I uh, scraped my legs and my butt really badly on barnacles. Where did you swim? I went to Whitecliff Park and the tide was out and I was swimming with a friend who was a little bit scared to jump off the cliff. That's fair. So I was like, yeah, cool. That's fine. We can scale down the cliff. Like kind of, it's quite steep and it was just covered in barnacles and seaweed and definitely bled. Oh, yeah. 
but it was still very like a very fun day. Yeah, Everything that happened least, was worth it. It was like so beautiful there. And at least that's a novel experience. Yeah. And I kept uh, falling over trying to get out of the the um, sea, the ocean, <laughs> because it was the waves were so strong and it was wow. so funny. And then I would get pushed around by the waves, but the water was so shallow. So it was just like a little whale being pushed around by the tide. And I could not stop laughing. I thought you were going to say that you were wearing magic bag shoes and you couldn't do it. <laughs> and then I then I drowned. I kept falling over because and I was wearing my magic bag shoes. And that's how I met my husband. Oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> we are married. Oh my God. Uh, to the sea. Yeah. Um, should we do worst present from a family member? Sure. Yeah. The worst present ever from a Okay, well, I don't have one, Kyle, so you go for it. You don't have one? I thought everybody not, had one. Not we've, that I can talk about. We've shared a lot already. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I can say this because I'm pretty sure my mother won't listen to this. Yeah, that's what we think about books we write, podcasts we make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll go on a limb here. Uh, my mother, even though, uh, so every time we have to go visit uh, back in Ontario, we have to state that we obviously can't accept a lot of gifts. Because we have to bring them home in a bag, yeah, and we don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to check a bag. We want to carry on because you know checking a bag costs money and a broke ass bitch. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. It is expensive. It is very expensive. So the last time that I saw my mother for Christmas, she uh, did not listen to our requests and decided to almost like a troll went to <laughs> Dollarama and bought us. I would say. $50 worth of items from Dollarama that we had absolutely no use for. Oh, no. Are these like trinkets? <laughs> I guess a lot of them were just like random kitchen stuff, like a, like a dollar herb cutter or a dollar uh, microplane that we oh. never asked for. It was just a giant pile of Dollarama stuff to the point where, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Dollarama prints their price slash their logo on the actual like cardboard of whatever they're, it's yeah. selling. Yeah. So you can't even pretend like it's not Dollarama. So yeah. everything just said Dollarama on it. So before we left, we had to purge and like literally start a pile of what we could keep and what we couldn't because most of it was just like, here's a pair of scissors. Yeah, you, you can't take that on, on your carry-on. You carry can't on. take it on. It almost sounds like she was in a secret Santa, like some sort of challenge where she had like a certain money amount that she had to stay within. Yeah. Despite the fact that you like begged her not to give you anything. It like didn't that. matter. It didn't matter. She bought us, it was like a giant um, stockings worth of dollarama goods and i think we maybe own one of those things still to this day but i yeah. uh, is this why your parents a, are divorced yeah <laughs> yeah no it is no 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 it is yeah the more i think about it you were gifted a selection of plastics it was a lot it also was tied for the time that my mother bought me a i didn't know if you know this but there's a John Lennon brand of clothing. What? No. Yeah. And she bought me a John Lennon button up shirt oh. that was covered in flowers. 
and I immediately was like, this is from the Bay. I need to take this back to the Bay. I need to return this to where it lives. <laughs> I need to go to Liverpool and put this in the grave of John Lennon or else his corpse will walk around and find me. It happens. But that was also the day that I found that John Lennon had a brand of clothing, which I'm sure he started himself. Yeah. And also that returning a piece of clothing to the bay is one of the most frustrating experiences ever because every floor and every kiosk is a different company. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to find stuff yeah. at the bay. And the men's yeah. section is really odd. Yeah. So if you work for Nike, if you work <laughs> at the Nike kiosk, you work for Nike. You don't work for the bay. Where? Oh, I didn't know that, actually. So when you're like, hey, I have this John Lennon dress shirt I need to return Nobody knows where you go. They're like, go into the basement. <laughs> if you if you request to return the shirt the, you must answer these questions three. Question the first. You're like, I just I'll take a gift receipt. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you're like, you can just have it. I don't need yeah, yeah, the yeah. I don't need the credit. I just don't I'm not coming put back it in here. The garbage. Yeah. The clothing donation bin keeps rejecting it. <laughs> keeps bouncing back and hurting me. It just keeps saying, let it be. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps saying, imagine yourself wearing this. Was that oh your my John gosh. Lennon? Imagine. It's really good, Jessica. Thank you. Have, uh, well, that's that's wonderful. I think that I feel like for your mom, because maybe she's, maybe she's on a budget, maybe she wasn't sure what you guys liked, but the stuff from the dollar store... Some of the quality is just like you couldn't even use it twice before it starts to break down. Like no. a microplaner from the dollar store is probably really bad idea. That's probably like you could use it like on your heel skin. It's probably sharp enough. <laughs> <laughs> like that it might be a good little. Well, it didn't chop the carrots, but I'm sure it'll take over these corns. Oh, <laughs> oh praise the corn lord. Um, yeah, I have a similar thing in that certain family members who have never been in Jay and I's home, like they've been invited many times, but they've never stepped foot in our home, continue to gift us things. And it's like, how would you possibly know what we need if you've never seen our home? Like, stop it. Like, we yeah. don't, we don't need, like we get what we want if we need it. <laughs> or like, we'll ask for some, like, I know they're just like, it's a it's the thought that counts, but it's also like you you have burdened me now with this object that I feel guilty about if I you know totally. want to get rid of. That's why I what like I try to like get out of gift exchanges and stuff as much as possible. Not that I don't. Oh yeah, especially with people that don't you know necessarily kind of get it. Yeah, because I will feel I will want to keep it, and I I do appreciate it. I just don't need it. <laughs> Thank you, and I feel yeah. like a dick. But that's My mother still buys me cargo shorts. <gasps> well, Lucky. they're back in style, I think, right? Are they? Yeah, it's like a purse for a guy. There's so, so many cool. pockets. Cargo shorts and extra large button-ups. <laughs> I mean, they're great for like a hero show character uh, once, <laughs> which I'm sure you've already. Uh, I'm still uh, holding on to that stuff, man. Yeah. In my little Tupperware, <laughs> my little Tupperware, which acts as my bedside table right now. Oh, so. it's your little tickle trunk. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I I'm a big fan of of donating. Our building has like a in the laundry room. There's a table that's like essentially the free table. So and great. It's of course after Christmas. There's a lot of stuff down there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be great. 
Yeah. We live in a newer building. The building isn't newer. We have just moved in in May. New to and you. They so it's new to a, you. Pardon me? It's new to you. New to yes, you. it's new to us. And there is where the garbage is. Uh, people have just decided that it's just a city dump and they put whatever they want. And you can always tell when somebody's moved out of the building because it's just, there'll be like a full bedroom set next to the yeah. garbage. Is there ever good stuff? Well, it's always that thing where it's like from far away, you're like, oh, that's really not. Oh, God. Yeah, no. And there's like that's a weird stain or somebody's had sex with it or something. Yeah. That was me. I saw it and I was like, yeah. 2022. I was like, happy horny I'm just so horny. It's, it's a, fine. In 2022, it's fine. It's a floor lamp. I've got a 16 mile long dick. It's, <laughs> it's going to work. I'm going to wrap if it around I like am, a bow constrictor. If I have one wish for 2022, get horny with your furniture if you need to. Fuck your couch. As long as it's consensual. As long as it's consensual. Fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. Speaking, Speaking of fucking your couch. <laughs> I love how both of you. Wow, the time. you both have a segue for fucking a couch. Okay. So this is our newest segment, Pillow Fuckers. Um, <laughs> what do you prefer? Like a cushiony pillow or like something that's like got buttons on it to rub up against you? Buttons. Um, Welcome to Couch Fuckers. No, it's time for Popo the Week. Popo of the Week. Kyle. Popo. <laughs> Hank is not happy. Oh, sorry, Hank. Well, then hey, don't buddy. show him the Santa Claus because that's it's an hour and a half of just. He would hate it. Puffle of the week. Uh, I have I have a cheat code uh, because I was visiting family for ten days. We were stuck in a cabin for ten days, and there was two puppos there. Oh. Was so one better than the other? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. choice. So my stepbrother and his wife have a uh, Bernice <gasps> Doodle, Bernadoodle, Bernadoodle, which is a Too Bernice much. Mountain do- uh, dog mixed with a poodle. They messed with perfection and created more perfection. Yeah. So it's a hypoallergenic giant uh, Bernese Mountain dog. So they were up there. The dog was up there because my stepbrother and his wife were away. And then oh. my parents also have a seven-month-old golden doodle. Oh, shit. Named Finnegan. So my puppo of the week is the two dogs that my partner and I spent 10 days with, Finnegan and Cashew. Cashew. Oh, who uh, demanded our attention and also refused to not fart on our bed because <laughs> all they did was fart on our bed. Lucky. To the point where my stepmother walked into the bedroom and goes, are you guys smoking weed in here? <laughs> no, those are dog farts. And we were like, no, the dog will not stop farting. We she also does we the thing where she does the downward, downward dog and sticks her ass up and then farts in your face. No. Wow. Yeah. What are they feeding yeah. these dogs? Farts. Weed. Yeah. Farts and weed. So those are my puppos. Wow. Wonderful puppos. Thank you, Kyle. So amazing. Thank you. How about you, Jessica? I mean, again, I really haven't left my house that much, but I had the sort of like a magic interaction with someone online. So fan of the podcast has messaged me a few times and she's always been very, very like polite and being like, sorry, I'm being a weirdo. I'm being a real creep. And I'm always like, 
this is funny. I like it. Like you're not, <laughs> you're totally not being a creep at all. First of all, you're doing great. Uh, and then one, one other time she messaged me and was like, it was like something I didn't understand. And then she was like, Oh my God, I'm mortified. I meant to send that to like a guy I'm flirting with. Right. Now. I love it. I <laughs> and love I was it. like, good luck. <laughs> like I'm, I'm rooting for you. And like, yeah. no, no harm. Happy horny days. Yeah. Good luck. Um, no horn done. But she sent me, she sent me a few messages and we've just started this conversation and we're very much kindred spirits. I don't want to like say her name or give away too many things because I don't want to like, uh, she is a teacher. So I don't want to like, uh, you know, blow up her Instagram or something, but she's, she was showing me all this jewelry that she inherited, uh, from her mother who's no longer with us. And her mother was like a cool sort of like art school sci-fi nerd. And so she has all this like Star Trek jewelry. Shit. And, uh, She's like, I'm not going to wear this. So she is mailing it to me. And wow, I'm just like, you're a life puppo. Like, what a wonderful thing to just sort of come out of a random podcast fan who's yeah. she's got a dog and some cats that are very lovely, too. And she is a, a teacher in the States. And uh, she's telling me about like some of the assignments that she's giving her students and it like it sounds so cool i wish i could have been in her class like she's basically miss frizzle um oh, cool. uh and she teaches astronomy and like that's just so you made such cool. a cool friend i know i feel very lucky and like from being you know stuck at home unable to like even interact with anyone really and just all of a sudden i'm like having this great conversation over over it's amazing chat and you know, like basically playing show and tell with like all the weird stuff in my apartment. And then she's like, I got to show you this and blah, blah, blah. And then I, <laughs> I messaged her. We were just chatting and Jay was like, happy 420. So I messaged her and I was like, happy 420. And she was like, I'm on my way to pick up edibles right now. And I was like, okay, this is like, this is a bit much. <laughs> um, so yeah, my new That's friend beautiful. is my puppo and she'll know who she is when she hears this. The, um, my puppo is Hank. Love him so much. He's going through a really stubborn phase right now. Uh, and today I had a conversation with him and he got called a bad boy. Oh. And uh, he looked so sad afterwards. <laughs> it felt so terrible. And he's not a bad boy. I take it back. He's just a stubborn boy these days. Like he won't go, he won't walk in any direction except for the direction he wants to walk in, which is not always the safest. No. Or I know that he's not going to like it when we get to Canby Street because... There's too much traffic and it scares him. It's loud. But he's like, I want it. He, Queen Elizabeth Park is that way. So mm. that's his up. Going up is where he wants to go on walks. Or he wants to go straight across to Fraser Street. But he decides. And I let him do this when he was a puppy. And now at five, it's really backfiring. I used to call it choose your own adventure, Hank. Right. And now I'm like, oh, there's like six, six inches of snow. There's black ice. Uh, cars can't see us. Let's go this way. And he's like, absolutely not. I'm going to put my full body weight Ugh. into my damaged little body. And he's really strong. And uh, sit in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. I mean, like when you say he's a bad boy and then he wants to go in the direction where the danger is. The way I think of that is like, he's a, he's bad, a real boy. bad boy. Like, yeah. Ooh, get him a, a little motorcycle jacket. <laughs> get him some I would love gloves. to get him like yeah. a little jean jacket and a little striped t-shirt so we could match. 
Oh, and like roll Ooh. up the sleeve and put like a little pack of dog cigarettes. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah. Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> Anyways, speaking about studs, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. If people want to follow you online or see something you've worked in, how can they do that? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, like a lot of people right now, we're going through a weird Instagram drought, but you can Try still. Try harder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, like, I like lying in bed these days. Yeah, of course. It's a really tough time. If I had an adorable dog, all I would do is take pictures of my dog. But I just have my bed. You can dog sit Hank a couple of days a week if you like. Nobody can see it at home, but I'm doing this. Yeah, he'd love to just come and hang out and snuggle with you. Uh, Real quick, I'm doing the hang hang loose uh, symbol right now. Uh, My partner and I were at the Pearson Airport, which is in Toronto, coming back home. And we saw a young woman with flip-flops overalls and a uh, what's the strip of bando 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 with sort of dreads and we were just like without saying yeah we made a little joke that oh she's going home to Kelowna or nelson (laughs) and we walked by her and tattooed on her neck was the hang loose a hand doing the hang hey, loose. Wow. Amazing. And I just wanted everybody to know. I, it's not, I don't, it's not, even, not even funny, but everybody no. should just know that there's a person out there. On the back the hang of my neck on. is a barcode. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. The back of my neck is a And port. when you scan it, it gives you the hang loose. <laughs> yeah, it's a Whoa. QR code. I think yeah. that's a plot point in the new Matrix. It is. Don't yeah. spoil it. I haven't seen it yet because I haven't no, seen, I've only seen the first Matrix. <laughs> I don't think no. there's any way you could spoil matrix for also somebody having a barcode that when you scan it gives the hang loose symbol would make more sense yeah it didn't i the joke i didn't have legs jessica helped me through it and i appreciate that that's That's beautiful i just i'm impressed that there's a person out there who's like that chill you know flip-flops in the airport in december or january and i'm assuming it was like minus 15 yeah yeah like how do you Kyle how <laughs> I was just how about to say how do people mind? find me you can find me at, it's just my name it's at Kyle Fines K-Y-L-E-F-I-N-E-S on Instagram that's probably the thing that I update the most yeah uh, next to my LinkedIn because I'm very present on LinkedIn but uh, you're professional I'm professional I'm fired <laughs> from a lot of jobs as I'm we know from this show I'm a professional a viewer of the movie Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just remember, if you hire me, I might leave to go watch a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, you better check the movie listing times in your area yeah. when you hire me. Because yeah. if Jurassic Park of any kind Any is Jurassic Park is there, I'm quitting on the spot. <laughs> so yeah, Kyle Fines. Nice. Amazing. Alicia. Jessica. Alicia. <laughs> if you want to buy my books, you're a little sad, so what? Please do. You can follow me on Twitter. I really uh, swing between being real cute and real upset. Um, Jessica, how about you? You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at yeah. Billy Dracula. You can buy a tote bag at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. We've also got comics on there, tapes, maybe some future things coming up soon. Uh, and if you want to support us on Patreon, if you're a real money bags or mm-hmm. it's just give us five dollars a month american yeah or however much it's a choose your own adventure really yeah uh we've got uh, some exciting uh, bonus things coming up on there i'm very i'm very excited for everyone and there's already a ton of stuff on there so uh patreon.com slash retail nightmares 
And, uh, you know, if you can't, that's totally cool. It's absolutely cool. I can't afford to do it right now, which is why I have one. So, yeah. Bless you all. Uh, May the corn lord uh, provideth many a tortilla to crunch down upon thee. Yes. Blessings. (laughs) Bye. We love you all. Thank you, We love you. Bye. Thank you, (laughs) (laughs) We all make such good expressions when we do that. So good. Yeah.